Have you ever found a, a bottle on the beach with a message in it? I wish. Yeah, yeah, you wish to. <laughs> Have you ever tossed a bottle on the beach so that somebody else might find one? No? Well, today's your day. <clears throat> so one of the reasons I think that most of us haven't found one of these things is that they are all going to the Netherlands. There, there's a guy in the Netherlands named Wim Krustjik who has found uh, 1,200 of these bottles since 1983. And he makes it his plan to try and contact people who have written these things whenever possible. So he refers to them as slow mail because sometimes they take days. Sometimes he finds them right after they're, they're sent. Sometimes they are weeks. Sometimes they're months. Sometimes there's years. And I think it's fair to say that there are probably some of these riding around in the surf right now that haven't been found yet. So in March of this year, a bottle tossed in the ocean by a German ship, 132 years ago in 1886, surfaced in Australia, and it set the new world record for being the oldest bottle found on the beach. It unseated a 106-year-old record. And that's a long time for a bottle to float around without a response. But there's something about the destruction of things like um, hurricanes, for example, that, that unearth these things. And uh, the bottles are often found after big storms like that. And people who find them say that sometimes it provides um, hope to them, that somebody was there before, they're there now, and their town is going to continue, and they'll rebuild. I found a news report as recently as Friday that someone found a bottle that was thrown in the sea 18 years ago and made contact with the woman. She threw it in England, or in uh, New England, and it landed in Nova Scotia, Canada. And it was a 12-year-old boy who found it. And uh, his profound words were, thanks for sending the bottle, now I get to be on TV. <laughs> so. But in, in, movies, in movies, we see uh, bottles sent adrift to either send an SOS message from a desert island uh, pirates protecting a, a map, um, sometimes just kids hoping to find a friend. Sometimes it's from a heartbroken lover, hoping and praying that they can say the things now that they never said before but really wish that they had. This past week I asked people if they could send a message to themselves in the past or in the future in a message in a bottle, what they would say. And their uh, responses were interesting and came from a variety of different perspectives. One said, never underestimate the integrity of others. One said, pessimists are seldom disappointed and are sometimes pleasantly surprised. Plan for the worst, pray for the best, and adapt to whatever comes. Semper Gumby. Now, this is a former military person who said, always flexible, an adaptation of the Coast Guard motto, Semper Paratus, always ready. Art would have appreciated that if he'd been here today. <coughs> Someone said they would tell themselves to travel more and see the world. Someone needed to hear that you are really something special and so is life, so enjoy it. Don't sweat the small stuff. It all works out in the end. Sit back and enjoy the ride. But prayers can sometimes feel like messages in bottles, too. They're dropped out to sea one after another, desperately hoping for a response. But it doesn't seem to come, at least not on our timeline. And I think the petition 
can feel like it takes days, weeks, months, years, and sometimes it can feel like it is never responded to. But sometimes it isn't that it isn't responded to, it's that the response wasn't the way that we had perfectly crafted the response we wanted to hear. Of course, because we're all control freaks. So in grade school, I remember that we uh, did a time capsule. We sealed things into this thing to be opened 100 years later. And unless something goes horribly wrong, I will be 108 years old when that time capsule is opened. And whatever message I and others left that day for future students to find will be revealed. But the truth is, I don't even remember what I put in there. Um, In fact, I was trying to get a hold of classmates yesterday to see if any of them remembered what they put in there. Um, Because I don't think I grasped how significant that time capsule could be. That it really did matter what you wanted the future to know. I spend way too much time watching television and looking at Facebook. I often fail to grasp how significant the moments are. I'm guilty of being bogged down in paperwork and gravitating away from people and miss the excitements of the moments that are around us. Have you ever come from a big event like a wedding, a concert, um, commissioning for some people? Uh, Maybe an amazing movie. Roger came home from a movie on Friday he was very excited about. You should ask him about it. Um, and you want to share everything with your friends and family about what you experienced. But your family is trying to escape you. They're hoping that your retelling is going to be very short. They're begging for the condensed version. But in Scripture, from Luke through Acts, they managed to give us a very short version of Jesus' life. His ministry and his purpose of all the hundreds of people selling their property to uh, support the believers, Luke only tells us about Barnabas, and he does it only in a few sentences. Of all the healing performed by the apostles, we only get details of the one lame man at the city gate. But when it comes to brevity, the, the passage that Masella read today wins hands down. Just like the messages left in bottles for others to find, because there's not a lot of room to put a message in a bottle, um, the message has to be very short. But Jesus had his last 40 days with his disciples, his last chance to speak to them face-to-face before he left the ministry. He was leaving it in their hands, and I think a lot of us look around and maybe even at our own kids and say, oh my gosh, we're, we're, we're leaving our legacy to these people. And I believe that Jesus was probably thinking the same thing. I've got to stuff as much stuff into them as I possibly can so they don't screw this up. So 40 days to pass on the wisdom and knowledge, all the effort was an enormous task. Let's assume that they met for like six hours a day. Six hours a day. For 40 days is 240 hours. For comparison, let's say that I listen to a 40-minute sermon from some guy named Roger every week. (laughs) And Jesus has just given the equivalent of a seven-year teaching series in those 40 days. That's just if it was six hours a day. We can assume that it might have even been double that. Imagine the book deals, the talk show circuits, the workbooks, kids and adults, posters, t-shirt memes, coffee mug quips, all the things that Paul could do, but he only gives us four words to tell us what he talked about. 
Acts 1.3 says, After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. All that Jesus did and said is summed up in that one phrase. Everything that the apostles and the church in Acts was about was summed up in those four words. I think the modern church, we make it a lot more complicated than that. The essence of this foundational prayer is, your kingdom come, your will be done, as earth as it is in heaven. If Jesus' teaching could be condensed and tucked down to a bottle, it would only say the kingdom of God. His miracles were signs of the kingdom. His stories were parables about the kingdom. His Sermon on the Mount was teaching about the kingdom in the, pas- in the passage. He's preparing his followers to carry on the work through the message of that same kingdom. So what about us? If our church was condensed down and summed up, what would our tiny little bottle tag say? I was going to say, we would probably have a whole doctrine thing we would need to stuff in the bottle. But um, What's that? Love and prayers. Um, could our world, could we be accurately described as the kingdom of God as people walk through the door here? Is my life summed up by that phrase? So if the kingdom is always the expression of its king, think about it this way. A violent, powerful, crazy king will lead a kingdom bent on warfare. So our question needs to be, is the Jesus king the way that I make my decisions. Someone who's not crazy powerful and war-bent. Is my speech a reflection of that same Jesus? Is the way I relate to others like Jesus would? Do I use business, the way I conduct business and the way I use money? Does that look like what Jesus would do? Is my life a kingdom life? Most of the time, probably not. But we're all trying. We're all on the same journey together. Today, we've seen sisters who have been on a wide variety of journeys. Um, Today is the the opportunity to have a Women's Sunday. We got to share deeply personal messages about past, about the hopeful blessings of the present, present, and the profound promises of their futures. The commitments that have publicly been declared today in front of all of you and the God-given talents that are used to profess God's glory to all of us. Because each and every day is an opportunity to fulfill the kingdom of God, not only individually, but also collectively. That's why we come here. This is the pep rally for the week. (laughs) To get it all together, to get the week down. So in that collective message, we want to send out Jesus' SOS to the world. Hopefully on your table. I saw Chelsea walking around. There's bookmarks with a poem on one side and an empty bottle on the other. I'd like each person to have two. I'd like you to write a prayer on the uh, empty bottle side. Write a scripture or something encouraging and tuck that one inside your Bible. And then each time that you open your Bible or it falls out from the pages... You'll remember today 
and remember the, the message. Remember that the, the Bible is really messages from a bottle recorded for us for the future and a glimpse at the past. Also, I want you to write possibly the same thing on another um, of those same bookmark tags and tuck it inside the little bottle. If you fold it in half and roll it, it will go inside the bottle. So this week, your challenge is to hide this, this little bottle somewhere. Maybe leave it at a bus stop or tuck it in the purse of a friend. Um, it's not unlike the painted rocks where people are, are just finding them randomly wherever. Uh, I found a painted rock outside of a Denny's on the way to a speaking engagement a couple of years ago. Um, it was really neat that, that it was there. And um, we did it at women's camp. And so it's, it's kind of a fun way, but it gets people's attention. And ultimately, that's what we want to do. We want to get their attention and share a word of encouragement with them. But as you leave the bottle, don't just abandon it, but actually pray for it. Pray a blessing over the person. Speak the word of encouragement that's on your paper for the person who will find it. You have no idea the life that you might change. If you want to leave your contact information so that somebody could tell you that they found it, you could. You could also write the Salvation Army so that they maybe come here and, and share their experience with you. But you don't know what other people's journeys look like. You have no idea what they may have been planning to do today, that finding this word of encouragement might stop them from doing something that would change their life forever. And as we pray in closing today, I want to um, encourage you to know that you are worthy. Sometimes the, the messages of the world tell us that we're, we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not pretty enough. There's all sorts of, of things being pelted at us, and we repeat them back to ourselves very easily, much easier than the kind things that we could say to each other. How many of us walk up to a mirror and say, I am awesome? Not very many. And because of the way that the world is conditioned, if you were to do that, I think people would think strange things about you because we are told that we are not those things. But scripture tells us that we are those things and God enforces that we are those things. And I want to carry the message today to let you know that you are, you are those things. You are the things that God says that you are. You're precious and you are perfect. So let's go to the Lord in prayer today. <coughs> Father God, you are over us, but be in us and through us. Help us to feel your presence when we're feeling alone. Help us to remember that even when we have stepped off the path, that path is not forever. We can always come back. There, there is nothing that we have done or said that is unforgivable, not to you. We're encouraged to go make amends with others, but the video that Chelsea shared today, the only love that we're concerned about is yours. As we go out of this place today, as we step out to be an encouragement to others, as we bring bottles of messages to the whole world, I pray that you will give us an inspiration. You'll bring the person who needs to see that exact message 
to find that bottle and to be encouraged and be a blessing to them and help them discover you, perhaps for the first time. As we go out of this place today, help us to be a light in the world. Keep us safe until we meet again. I pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen.